Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the NJ Podcast. This podcast aims to share stories, tips and insights about achieving success while having fun. From topics ranging from personal development to business, entertainment and sports, the podcast will have conversations with experts and people in their respective fields. The podcast will also share insights from Jabro James's published and upcoming books. The tagline, which is the theme of the podcast, is success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. This means that you are doing what you have always wanted to do because it is aligned with your highest values and this is the only way you can live a truly fulfilled life. Your host, Jablo James. Hey everyone, NJ here, host of the NJ Podcast, and welcome to another episode of the Conversations segment of the podcast. And remember that the theme of the show is that success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. That means you're going after what you've always wanted to go after, not because somebody else is telling you to do so. And that's the only way for you to live a truly fulfilled and successful life. And now on the show, we've got round two. Karabu, we've got Karabu Kerry here, he's an all-round good guy. I wouldn't call him a hustler, he's not a hustler, but he's just a, a person with a great, great philosophies. And, and, and matter of fact, he has the potential to become South Africa's very own Andrew Tate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I'm joking. So, my man, my man, thank you very much for joining. Thank you very so. much for coming back. Um, yeah, so the last conversation that we had was uh, last year. And at that time, you were conversation number 26. Um, now I think you are, now you're back, you're somewhere in the 40s now. Somewhere yeah. in the 40s now. So that's so that's, growing. Yeah, it, it is growing. It is growing. People in uh, France are listening to you. People in India are listening to you. People nice. in Nigeria are listening to you. Oh, <laughs> nice. What's up, Niger? But, but more, more importantly, people from Joburg are listening to you. That's, that's very important. So thank you very much for making your time. And uh, your time is very valuable. So just uh, give the people an introduction. Who's Karabu? Where has it been? How have you been since we last spoke about? Because this is a heavy show that we're going to do today. Yeah? It's, uh, this is a heavy show that we're going to do. Yeah. Putting pressure, man. It's not pressure. It's not pressure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you already said everything, man. You got my Karabu. Yeah. Kerry. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for the whole for the two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think um, you know the whole point of me coming back, you know, um, besides the fact that you know I'm I'm part of this show in terms of you know uh, following it, um, mm-hmm. you know, with family. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah, I want to see this you know move up because yeah. this is not scripted. It's no. just a machita. Just you know, chatting, yeah. We're just chatting, and um, also the continuation of you know what we did. Uh, previously, before, yeah. Because yeah, previously, it's like over two hours. Yeah, over t- we didn't even feel it. We didn't even feel it. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna you know kick it from where we left off. Yeah, and uh, talk about relevant things as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I see you put. You know, these ridiculous things <laughs> that I think was unnecessary. I, I do unnecessary things. I mean, just look. I've got globes and an angel and freaking, like, you know, I'm an unnecessary guy. Yeah, man, this is annoying. <laughs> why is it, why is this annoying? Shiny, first of all. Yes. Why is this annoying you? <laughs> um, I, I think, you know, you know, everyone that knows you personally knows that you, you know, you're a football fan. Yeah. But, you know, you just throw it in our face. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
don't oh, have to, man. I know, I know I don't have to, but for me, like, the thing is, it's like, I like collecting uh, objects. I just like mm. collecting trinkets, like angels and all that. And then when Messi won the World Cup, mm-hmm. I felt like, okay, I, I'm going to collect myself this World Cup trophy. Because I mean, how, how did you feel when, when, when you got to the cup? We're going straight there. I'm not even joking. So the, the 18th of December mm-hmm. I, I was overwhelming because I was like, Yo, maybe it's going to get fed. Maybe it was a shy. It's going to be three. Have you ever seen a three no final, four no final? And then I was like, because I was on nuts because I'm like, this is the last chance for him to cement his status as a goat. Yeah. And I like watching people do things that people said you were not yeah. able to do. For example, like if if they, if you said I'm going to make a billion dollars, mm-hmm. and then your making the billion dollars was hinged on that one deal that I could watch on TV. Because yeah. <laughs> I like seeing greatness. So what happened is. Uh, I actually went, uh, I made a mistake. I went to, to go watch this publicly. Okay. Um, it was uh, somewhere in in Brum that Sondela had an event there. Okay. So then I was like, going to go watch them, but why is it big screens, what not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm there. I, I, I wasn't wearing my Argentina shirt, or was I? No, I wasn't wearing the Argentina shirt. You didn't have an Argentina shirt? Yeah, because I went to Argentina in 2019, so I just bought Maradona and Messi. I'm extra, I know. Sure. So, <laughs> so then, Jacal. One nil, I'm like yes. Yeah. Two nil, I'm feeling myself. Yeah. Mbappe scores. Crazy, Mbappe scores again. Yeah. I couldn't handle it. I drove home. <laughs> I I left. I drove home. Like, I, no, no, like you know what? Like after the end of ninety minutes, mm-hmm. I was like, I I, I don't I, I can't watch this. Here. I'm gonna yeah, come yeah. back home and watch it here. Yeah. I couldn't take it. I, and then I subscribed subscribed to Showmax just for the World Cup. And then hey, mixing Messi scores again. Yay! Mbappe, another one. And then the and then the, 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 the penalties wasn't actually even close. I mean, France didn't yeah. do well in those penalties. The final kick, when when uh, I can't remember who scored the final penalty. When he scored the final penalty, I got up. I was like, yes, yeah. yes, you yeah. son of yeah. a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, because guys, I'm like, oh man, you son of a bitch, man. Hey, I ran around the house. I was like, I jumped up and down. And then yeah. I fell down on the floor. It was a crazy one. It was man. a crazy one. I think um, what made this uh, one of the most iconic moments yeah, in yeah, yeah. history was the fact that, firstly, it's Mbappe versus you know, Messi. Messi. Yeah, you know, the two greatest players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. For each other, you know, they played together yeah. and stuff like that. Also, you know, when we go into, you know, analyzing the whole match that yeah, happened, yeah. There were goals, and that's what we won. Exactly. You know Six I mean? goals in the final. Imagine. Exactly. That's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, with these days, you know, it's mediocre. Now you find teams that just want to do a 1-0 or a 2-0, and then like, the baggy bars. Yeah, but like the Champions League final yesterday. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I didn't even watch that. Didn't you, you watch that? I just that? saw Pep, and then I was like, I'm happy for Pep, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Pep come from far. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, did you phone him? Did you phone him? <laughs> I, I had to highlight him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was too busy. He was too busy crying. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Pep, <laughs> when you get on the show, we'll talk about keep the ball possible, keep the ball yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so um, that final for me was the best final ever seen eh? ever yeah you know I, I can go back to most finals that we've witnessed mm. to be honest with you in terms of football and how you know it has elevated the standards yeah you know you can't you can't get nothing better than that no you know can't. so there's too much pressure now with the next world cup that's coming yeah um, it's, it's probably gonna be pop exactly it's probably you know, gonna be pop. it has to be too you know too much well, now we need a final the ways we've got 10 goals like five exactly. five exactly. <laughs> yeah so yeah um, yeah, football. Um, I know you're a big fan, um, and you were too busy looking at the international football 
you're forgetting about Cynthia and Zagala and Aikaya. Like uh, some uh, of the Kansas Chiefs fans. What about it? What about the Kansas Chiefs? I feel nothing for Kansas Chiefs fans. Nothing. Nothing. They must see all the fire in the world. They must, for Mama Kali. Mama Kali won't care. So the last time I was here, yeah. I told you about a seven-year-old that has never seen um, Kaiser Chiefs lifting a trophy. Yeah. Now that seven-year-old is turning, I think, eight, eight or nine. Now. Still hasn't seen that. Still hasn't seen that from Kaiser Chiefs. You know, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for all of that. Because growing up, it was tough with these guys. Eh? Yo, yeah. Because they, cause they, were, they were powerful back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Now, they must catch all the hidings. And, you know, it's, it's, it's funny that, you know, Kaiser Chiefs fans don't understand that we don't finish a season without lifting a trophy. No, no, no. You know what I mean? It, it might not be a major cup compared to a league, but we it, do it lift to, something. I think, we, I think uh, that, by the way, you're a Paris fan. I'm a Paris fan. Paganea, <laughs> yes, I've been a Paris fan all my life. Like how I started to become a Paris fan, my mom was a Paris fan, mm-hmm. and she, she's a queen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's why. Like if your marriage doesn't support Paris, I'm not to fun And then she supported Paris from back in the day. She was so invested that, like, like we are today, mm-hmm. if a Paris was to lose, her entire week is missed. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it is good. And then we won the Nippon Cup as yeah. well, which is very good. Yeah, it is very good. MTNA, we got the double. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that was the biggest achievement for us. You know, um, unfortunately, we ended on number two on the PSL. But for me, that, that's that's like that, that's like win. that's like first place. I mean, Sundowns has just ruined it. The exactly, they're city right yeah, exactly. now. They you are know, Manchester City. Yeah. Right. When we speak amongst uh, Pirate supporters, we just say we want to treble because <laughs> you know, firstly, we qualified for the CAF Champions League. Well, not first of all. First of all, yeah, you know, and we're one of the teams in South Africa that you know. We've actually won. We've actually won. Yeah, we got a star, and we can compete yeah, there exactly. at the highest level. Yeah, we so, can. Um, it, it's not going to be put to waste. Exactly. Um, my middle is sundowns. Hey. You know, no one really cares about them because they're not entertaining. No, it's it's you like know? it's boring now because yeah. like it's yeah, even when you bet for them and you put in a million bucks on them, yeah, you're gonna get a million and a thousand rand. Exactly because, because the odds are so high. Exactly. You know yeah. What I mean? So um, yeah, uh, we I'm very happy about last season. I'm definitely gonna have you know a great. Uh, 2023 yeah, because of that because of that season yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you know um, on a serious note you know for some of us soccer plays a very huge role yeah. in terms of the energy and in terms of the mood that it puts you in let me ask ask a question let's say with all the pressures that you face now in life when as mm-hmm. a zoom cheat mm-hmm. if there was none of that out like no football or whatever sport that you can go to how would your life be it was going to be crazy uh, yeah. because you know we we find solace in in, in such things. Yeah. You know, we we find comfort. We find we gain our strength. You know, um, other people go to church. I don't know why. <laughs> what do you mean why people go to church? I go to church. Okay. <laughs> you find some pianos. They, <laughs> they I I don't I don't got that. I'll give you this. <laughs> well, for well, you for you you're like that's yeah. that's you. Yeah, the awkward exactly. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so without soccer, man, uh, you know, like as I was about to say that, um, you know, it's it's one of the things that can really fuck up your week. Okay, yeah. If if so, I'm, I'm in the sales and marketing industry, sure, sure. work with numbers, and, yeah. And you know, I know if Pirates loses, chances are I'm not gonna perform well in that week. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm, I'm being honest with you. Well, you know? And, you know, with us as salespeople, we work. How do your clients and your, and your managers feel about all that? Would say, we have a down week. That's, yeah, we're going to have down week from Kerry. That's not even exactly. trying. Yeah. They, yeah. they know. I so mean, as... I mean, they know. I mean, if we have our con call first thing in the morning, yeah. like tomorrow, uh, the first thing that they're going to talk about is soccer. Yeah. Uh, on a team's call. Yeah. yeah. What's up, guys? How's it going? Guys? Sure, sure. So, so, so. And uh, with, with us losing, we know, we know that it kind of affects the mood. Because yeah. we, we are, you know, energy-driven type of Yes, yes. You know, so yeah, soccer plays a, a major role. Yeah. You know, in, in, in our lives, um, if the wifey uh, is giving you stress, you got soccer. soccer exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. Because uh, you can't really go to your friends after fighting with the wife. No, you can't. You, know? you just have to watch. Yeah. Oh, if you do, if you do, you know, that kind of thing. Don't exactly. launch you. I'm like, yeah, she doesn't yeah. know anything, but. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Soccer, that's, that's, that's a major thing for us. Yeah. I call it the biggest church. Yeah, the biggest church. Yeah, it's the biggest church. Even, 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 even in church where when I'm there conversing with friends, football comes up. It comes up. Exactly. Like, I, like, like even, even though even the pastor will, will make jokes about Man United. Yeah. Uh, like, and everyone in the, co- the entire congregation will get it. I'm like, yeah, yeah we know. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, it's very powerful. It's it is powerful. Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. I mean, like, so then... Okay, so with uh, football being the biggest sport, I know we've got basketball. Mm-hmm. I guess LeBron James, I'm it's fine. <laughs> Are you also a LeBron hater? I'm not a hater. I'm, I don't hate LeBron. Actually, LeBron just James. Le- LeBron James. LeBron James. You know, you know, I, you know, I said something inflammatory. I said if LeBron James was to win this past <laughs> title, he can be. I've got a new coach. Azanga Yo, Let me tell you something. That's why the Jordan fans came after me. They wanted to kill me. I was I'm like, one of the Jordan fans too. I was like, I'm joking. This is no joke. Yeah, you can't joke like that. I man. know you can't joke I, I, like I just, Jesus. I just, you can't. I'm dead. You said black Jesus. He calls himself black Jesus. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Look, um, you have one of the greatest um, uh, basketball players like AI, Ellen Everson, yeah, yeah. in my opinion, you know, top five of all time, yeah. who uh, once crossed over the goat himself. Yeah. He was uh, speaking on his um, Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. And it was like the first time, you know, I listed up in our thing against Macedonia. I looked at him. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is Jesus. This is God. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. Imagine someone, you know, at that level looking at, you know, Jordan like that. at that level. And, you know, the gold topic for us, you know, you, the stats will say that, you know, LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. But, you know, the clutch that Jordan has, yeah. the winning mentality, the winning mentality yeah. and, you know, how he wins as well. Exactly. You know, it's... It, we, Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith, he went six for six or six fighters of a piece, they were allowed to game seven. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do that scale. Don't do that scale. That is a blasphemous. How dare you? Exactly. You know him. Yeah, I know Stephen A. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, look, Michael Jordan yeah. is a coach. Yeah. I've just put a status now on my yeah, WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. Um, it says, um, until, you know, LeBron has his own shoe line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So until a nigga gets robbed, yeah, of oh, his LeBrons, maybe we can now no one. I don't. You can't tell me. I'm that not. I, I, I like look, listen. I'm a big fan of yours, LeBron James. Like I like I don't want this to go out and you not say you want to come on my show. Like listen, we have the same name, James James. Come on, but I haven't even seen a James shoe. Thank you. I haven't seen anyone wear a James Thank shoe. Thank you. Exactly. I mean, yeah. like, there was a Spider Man movie that just came out. When I watched it, they were talking about Jays. 
Exactly. Even to like look, there's a song there's no song about J is on my feet. Yeah. J is on my feet. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. So so yeah. so what's so with so we've got We've got uh, Michael Jordan, we've got uh, tennis and all these the greatest all-time mm-hmm. players. For me, the greatest athlete because of football is mm-hmm. Lionel Messi. Okay. Be- because of football, because of how big football is. Can't you beat that? I'm saying the greatest athlete of all time, for me. Oh. Because of uh, because of the reach of football that football has, has to be Messi. Because think about it, it's the biggest sport in the world. It's the biggest sport in the world. That's not even a debate. It has got more people play the sport... And then Messi comes along as universally known as the best in that sport. So from using that argument, he has to be the best athlete ever. It's a very tough one, man. It is a very tough one because because for, for me, I mean, for me, it was always Jordan as the best like athlete. And yeah. then um, I had your know, Roger Federer's and all the all the, all those guys. But now I had to sit and think after the World Cup. I'm like, there's Floyd Mayweather. Oh, Floyd Money Mayweather. Because the goat, the go- according to you, yes. He's a goat, man. I don't want to have this talk. Really yeah, I know. We talked, we talked about that already. Again, like for me, I say if someone says, if, if, my, if people say that uh, Mayweather is the goat, I'm not going to fight you. Yeah, you can't debate it. I'm not going to debate it. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know what? Let me just say, um, I agree with you that Messi is, you know, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. But across me, sports, I, I don't have a goat across all sports mm-hmm. because it's very hard, man. All these guys are doing very well, well in their respective exactly. sports. Yeah, because I mean, this 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 this, this debate came out like uh, watching those the sports debate shows. You know, like first of all, sometimes goat debates are just useless. Sometimes it's yeah. like they're, so they'll bring in, um, for example, in the basketball the, uh, goat debates. At one point, they wanted to put Curry as the as a goat. I was like, I, this is where I stopped. Steph. Yeah, Chef uh, Curry as the greatest. Yeah. Player ever, nah, he's already lost two finals, so it's a bit yeah, late. No, no, it's a bit late, late. ne? It's nah, a bit late. Yeah. It's a bit late. Will he ever get there? Yeah, nah, no, no, I don't no. think so. No, I don't not think so. Yet, no, yeah, no, no. So yeah, I think the, the word "gold," you know, has been overused, yeah, like, and it's, it's very dangerous it's, to use that. Exactly. Word, you know what I, mean? I, I mean, you could go like a uh, out uh, who's pumping guys for you, uh, uh, shell garage. I'm like, yeah. what? You're the goat. You're yeah, the goat. Yeah, like, pump five. Yeah, you're the goat. It's like, do you even know? Especially, I was having. I tuned this 2000 not too long ago. Um, Why are you debating my 2000? I wasn't even debating. <laughs> I wasn't debating. I was like, I tuned him shit. You know? I was, and he used the gold carelessly. I was like, do you even know what gold stands for? He yeah. was like, greatest of all time. I was like, okay, sit down <laughs> and think. Yeah. Greatest of all time. Yeah. All time means all time. It's like Before s- this person was born. Yeah, exactly. Up present, until now. And, and also the future, future as well. Yes. We don't know about the future, but like, yeah. Yeah. And then he thought about it and he was like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, yeah, stop using the word carelessly. You can't talk about Lil Uzi Vert as the greatest of all time. You can't say he's goated. Mm. No, he's not a goat, you know? He's um, a great person. Like, he's a great Yeah, he's great at what he does, but not of all time. You know, that's why we need mm. to go back to basics. Exactly. Yeah. Like, for, for you to be considered the greatest of all time, you need the one word, time. Yes. You say you need time. Exactly. You need longevity. You need... Exactly. Um, to have done really well, like really well for the time that you actually yeah. operated in. Now everyone's the goat. I mean, come on, you need to be different. Man. Question, question. I did uh, on this whole goat debate. Mm-hmm. In terms of um, rappers, mm-hmm. I didn't ask you this question. I didn't ask mm-hmm. you the question. Like, who's your 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 top five rappers? Mm, 
it, it's it's hard, but then and on I'm, top of my head right now, and I'm gonna tag them on. The <laughs> <laughs> <it's fine. laughs> on top of my head right now, without yeah. even you know thinking deep into sure. Um, I can say Jay Z. Jay Z, yeah. Uh, you know, um, I mean, lyrically, he's he's a beast, man. Mm. From when he started, I mean, Jay Z when he started with Jezo, mm. um, the Black Album is untouched, eh? Black Album. And at that time, he was already, you know, a mogul. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about him in the 90s when he started. Yeah. When he was rapping fast. Mm. You know, that for me is like a great foundation of a great lyricist. Yeah, yeah. And an MC. Um, I can put Wheezy in there. Little Wayne. Mm, little Wayne, yeah, I know yeah. a lot of people wouldn't agree, but then I, when I started listening to him when he was still part of the Hot Boys when he was still a teenager. Yeah, yeah. And that's the real little Wayne that we know. Not yeah, yeah. Not Tunji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. <laughs> um... <laughs> And then, um, sure. So it's gonna be Jay Z. You've got Lil three Wayne. more spots there. You've got three more spots. Just Jay Z, Lil Wayne, and this is no particular order. You no particular order. In no particular okay. order. Because um, the cause the order will get people in trouble. Like, exactly, like exactly. yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, I'm I'm gonna put in Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick. Kendrick okay. Lamar for me, you know, is one of the one of the greatest storytellers. Yeah, I th- I still think Drake is better than him though. <laughs> I was about to throw in, you know, Drake. I'm Look, joking. Drake. We can debate about that one because Drake has a lot of body work. He's got a lot. Yeah, he's got a lot of work. Like, yeah, he has like, a yeah. lot of work. He has a lot to offer us mm. and a lot to still offer. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Ken can say I have retired. Yeah, because it takes time to make you no know, dope music. But yeah. in that time that he makes it, it becomes impactful. Yeah, you know, all these albums that came out with you know dope. I mean, mm. the last one, um, Mr. Morris and. Big steppers, yeah, yeah, was dope. Um, uh, Drake, so yeah, I've yeah. got one left, yeah, and I have to throw in, um, I don't want to say J. Cole, but I might end up saying J. Cole, yeah, J. Cole's good, if but you... I'm not gonna add J. Cole, uh, uh-huh. I will say Lupe Fiasco, Lupe Fiasco, Lupe Fiasco, because it's come on MC. now, I'm serious, oh, I'm come on now. now, come I'm, on now, I'm serious. I'm, I'm thinking about it now because Lupe Fiasco is not a typical mainstream rapper. Sure. He does not have a lot of hits. Yeah. He's not a, you know, diamond or platinum artist. Yeah. Um, he's not a typical award-winning artist. But, yeah. you know, in terms of hip-hop, he he understands, you know, the technical side of it. Yeah. Uh, the academic side of it. Yeah. He did a, a lecture at, at some university. I'll, I'll, I'll quickly find out. You can even look it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lecture where he breaks down rap. I think um, the clip is like an hour or two hours long. So he's actually, you know, teaching rap. You know, is this Lupe? He says Lupe, yeah. Lupe Fiasco, yeah. So um, when you listen to his lyrics, one of my favorite songs and or favorite albums, Food and Liquor, mm-hmm. um, you know, Drogas Way. He's a great storyteller. Uh, so you must please research about him. Yeah, I will. Um, I know that you only know Kick Push. Superstar, you know all these, you know songs that were mainstream. Yeah, but, yeah, but just, not the not the. Yeah, just ones. go deep into it, and you're definitely gonna. Um, he has an okay, he has a course in MIT. Exactly, MIT is what. So you must remember, this is an elite um, uh, university. Yeah, you're a scholar. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So for him to be given such a platform, it means that he does have a huge, um, you know, impact in the culture. Yeah, yeah. So um, he breaks down rap and hip hop. Yeah. Very well. You know, um, he simplifies it. Also, gets deep into it as well. He's like the new age Rakim. Uh, right, yeah, Rakim. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, so I get you. So you've got uh, yeah. Jay Z. Jay Z. You've got 
you said Lupe, you've yes. got Lil Wayne, yes. you've got Drake, and you have Kendrick. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, that, that's a very interesting choice. No, just look it up. Just no, look him up. No, no Eminem. Um, I don't want to say I'm racist. <laughs> you are racist. I'm not racist. You I'm are racist. white friend. <laughs> <laughs> but um, look, M for me, you know, I, I know a couple of rappers that can go toe to toe, toe, toe with him. Yeah, and cool. I feel like if he was black, he wouldn't have been... As, know, as great as he is, because one of the things that made him to be a shocker in the industry was because he's a white, a white boy. Mm. You know what I mean? He rapped black, and he he had a you know a nice you know edge yeah, into yeah. His, his material. He he's funny as well. Yeah. Without him even knowing, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And also, he was associated with Drake, who was you know a gold yeah, yeah. in terms of production. Yeah, yeah. So if you if if go if if you know Drake touches you. You're gold, you know, yeah, yeah. Elevated. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't. So I don't, no, so no, so no Snoop Dogg, no Big Daddy Kane, <sighs> no, I know Andre Three Stacks, hey. no. Killing me, man. Like, okay, here's my top five. Oh. I, 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 I sat down and I thought about top I five. Mean, three Stacks. Hey. Like, I think if he was to drop an album, we'd all die. Yes. You know, it's, we, we, like yes. the world would end. Yeah, Japan now, <laughs> yeah, you know, acting all weird, is living life. Yeah, yeah. If he says I'm <laughs> dropping a full length album, we all die. You know, all of us would die. All of us. All of us. So I, I actually didn't. I actually didn't rate him. You know what? I was like, um, I remember chilling with my brother-in-law. He's a hip hop head. I was like, why do people think that Andre Three Thousand is so good? He was like, what? Yeah. He's amazing, he's amazing. I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, yeah, let me go do my yeah. research. I'm like, this guy, yeah. he'll kill us if we had a full-on uh, album. Yeah. He'll kill us. Look, and Andrew just asked, I think one of the biggest crimes that he did, he never gave us a solo album. album. And all those snippets that we've heard from him really showed us that he was a goat. And when you research about him, most artists, they actually consult to him. Yeah. Uh, there's a video where Kendrick, you know, makes him to listen to his album before he released it. And mm. he gets, you know, a thumbs up. Yeah. Um, I know this new, uh, it's not really new, um, um, Nigerian rapper, mm-hmm. Toby Ningwe. Toby Ningwe, I've yeah. heard of the name. Toby uh, Ningwe, you must, you, must, you must check him out. Yeah. His flow is the same as... Three Stacks. Three Stacks. And, no you know, he... Like he just reminds me of 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 him. You must um listen to the one uh that he a freestyle that he did on Sway in the morning. Yeah, it sounds exactly just like three stacks. Um, Lil Wayne in one of his raps, mm-hmm. he compares himself. There's a song called Maybach Music. It's by um, mm-hmm. Rick Ross. I know. I, I know you know it. Baby, um, oh, what you got? You got something for us? Oh yeah. Turn that up, Troy. I ain't gonna waste no time. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First time I was on Sway, I was hey. broke. It was me and Fat. Now I'm back, three kids later, rich and black. Fresh up off a song with Pharrell, but still be strapped. Cause hell, I'm from where itchy trigger fingers just kind of stretch. Your life, I hail from the land of purple stripe. Where legends like Fat Pat and Pokey done broke the mic. Don Key taught me to pimp the pen till it hurt the right. And Paul Wall said, when you smile, hurt they sight. I could do that. Word the little flip. Here, Clover G. Shout out to the dummies who thought I'd only rap locally. Nowadays, I'll be overseas and bet over Reef. So much so, I can so believe, say we about to have some more kids. Yeah. I shoot up the club. Southwest Ailey, Texas. I grew up with thugs. I don't type text or use my thumb. Yes. Is, <laughs> you see, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. They say you didn't know what you're talking about. I know you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, uh, Toby, 
he reminds me a lot of you know Tristex, and he's like a reinvented you know Tristex. He doesn't mind people saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a line on the song by Rick Ross who was featuring Kanye and Lil Wayne. There's a line where he says, um, "You see the biggie." Um, you see the Biggie, you see the J and Tupac in him, mm. Kurt Cobain and Andre Distax in him. Mm. So he's naming all the goats, mm. you know, that are, you know, at the highest level in right. their category. And then they're all wrapped in, all into the sky, yeah? Exactly, you know what I mean? So, um, Andre Distax, I'm sorry I didn't mention you, but <laughs> you didn't give me a body of work, so that's why I'm not going to put you on my top five. Yeah, yeah. so it was like... <laughs> Three stacks, I got you on my top five. We'll get you on the show. So my my top five, and I, I thought about it, uh, mm-hmm. because people like these whole top five, top yes. ten lists, so I take some time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think they're just useless. Can we just enjoy people while we play? <laughs> so for me, it's Eminem. No particular order. This is, no, this is my order. <laughs> no particular order. No particular order. Don't do that. Stay no, on. Stay man, on. I was about to leave. <laughs> I know you're about to leave. Because yeah. I, I like to say things that are inflammatory. Like you, do that, man. Well, that's fine. Because look at your reaction. <laughs> look at your reaction. Yeah, if, uh, <laughs> a lot of people will agree with that. There are a lot of people who agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you don't know, of course, because you're racist. <laughs> I'm a globalist, you know, like. <laughs> exactly, so I'm a globalist, you know. So uh, there's uh, Eminem, mm-hmm. Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Cannot put. Uh, can't have a top five without it. Some people have a top five without Jay Z. Can you believe, imagine? Uh, yeah, exactly. So blasphemy. it's that's blasphemous. <laughs> so it's Eminem, uh, Jay Z, mm-hmm. uh, Andre Three Stacks. Mm-hmm. Um, Biggie for what he gave us at the time. Biggie for what he gave us at the time. Okay, actually, actually, what am I doing? Five songs by Biggie. Actually, actually, wait, 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 wait. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let, let me let me take Tupac and Biggie and put them outside the top five because they weren't along or alive long enough to yes. to get to give us all these things. We have um, to be real. We respect the dead, but we have, <laughs> we have to, to be real. real. Yeah. Okay. So I have to put a little little way in there. Okay. A little way. So I've got one left. Mm-hmm. Karis one, no, <laughs> but he's dope. Yeah. Karis yeah. one is dope. Karis one, Rakim, mm. Big Daddy Kane, mm-hmm. all these guys are phenomenal. But mm-hmm. for people that I can say that I sat down and I listened to, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna have to put in uh, Kendrick. So I've got yeah. Eminem, I've got Jay Z, I've got Three Stacks. <laughs> Cannot have not have Three Stacks there. Lil Wayne and Kendrick. It, it, look, it's a decent one, That's and a lot a of people one. can definitely. You know, I agree with it. We can't debate much about it. Yeah. And um, you are a certified hip hop hate. Yeah. Just for saying that. <laughs> Just for saying that. And okay. then you, you asked me about three stacks because I was. It was. It's one of those things that are dear to my heart. I'm sorry. Like, that I only speak e- to. Even you know? even even though this is a channel that uh, people should also watch, uh, it's, it's got uh, Hip Hop DX. I think it's Hip Hop DX. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of hip hop history and okay. everything. Yeah. So then. They were talking about um, was it the history of hip hop or history of lyricism, okay. and then they were trying to break down the different bars and oh, how, okay, how nice. it works. Nice. The first person they went through is Three Stacks. Yeah. It started there, and they also yeah. talked about uh, Biggie in terms of like how he would rap over the bars and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in yeah, terms he of was a good lyricist. In terms of lyricism, yeah. it was great. In terms of just pure passion of rapping, no one could touch uh, Tupac when he was like when he was like rapping. Yeah. I think lyr- lyrically. Biggie was better than Tupac. He was, was. more, more better than Biggie. 
and Tupac knew. Yeah, he knew. Until they got hit with heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 ruined that one. Still number one in the top did, this song. Yo, uh, hit him up, hit him up, and Ether just like Ether, yeah. Ether's number two. Yeah, yeah. but that's that's the uh, like Pete Diddy was on the shows talking about how <laughs> hit him up still hurts him to this day. <laughs> I so, would too. <laughs> yo. Yeah, I would too. Like he went, he went hard there. He went yeah. hard there. Yeah. So, but speaking about uh, three stacks, I yeah. just remembered now that you know one of the things that made him to be impactful in the culture was the fact that he put on the South Side. Mm-hmm. Remember, you know, the South Side was never famous for hip hop. And uh, when he won the award for you know best artist, yeah, uh, as outcast, of course, you know the room just became quiet. Yeah, and he came. You must look it up. He came and you know to collect the award, and you know people were booing him. And you must remember back in the days when you're in a, a certain city, yeah, you get booed at. You like, yeah. um, remember when um, Tupac, uh, Dr. Dre, and mm-hmm. um, Snoop Dogg. Collected their award and they were in New York. Yeah. And they come from California. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Snoop Dogg was like, "Oh, New York does not have love for us. Oh, okay. let it be known then." Yeah. You know. Um. So with Outcast, when they won, they were right in between because usually the people that would win is from the south side or the west side. Sure. So he was like, "Oh, so people don't have love for us. Then we represent the south and we got you know something to say." Yeah. From that day, the trap music. Yeah, yeah. You know, the sound that we hear now was birthed from there. So 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 they gave us all these screw screw guys, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but they messed it up. Well they messed it yeah, up, but they the original, up. yeah. But all the artists from the South Side, they have, you know, all the respect that yeah. they need to give to Andrew J. Sex because that was the time when, mm. you know, Hip hop from the south side became big, became major, yeah, and they made money from it. Of course, they, they know, made yeah. they made stacks. So it would have been New York or California, yeah, you know, so. east side, west side, and yeah. then he, so broke, he, like he broke down the barriers. Mm-hmm. Let's take uh, hip. Okay, I'm going to say that I this I don't know much about. I'm hoping you hoping you <laughs> hip hop within the the South African context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who are your top hip hop guys? Given the fact that we we lost uh, AKA, Gee, yes, I was I was I was touched that day. Hey? Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was. I was touched. Yeah. I was touched. I was touched. Who did it? Did you do it? Did you, oh, was it you? Was it you? Was it you? <laughs> Look, you know, that case. Knowing South African law, it's never gonna get solved. No one's gonna. We're still. Know. We're still waiting for our captain Usenzo. We want justice for Usenzo. Submit. Yeah, nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They sensationalize the type of Pesta thing as if it's a new thing. People. Escape prison each and every day. I mean, we, there's a there's a group, there's a gang called Amara Three. Amara Three. Amara Three. Jeez. You know those those guys I, I should are known for I should, one, I should interview one of them. Like yeah, so how do you guys do it? Uh, I can get one of them for you. Please do. I will. Please do. As 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 as. I don't think you don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So are you comfortable? Not on camera. <laughs> no, I, I know that. You know, some of them who grew up together in the hood. Come on, man. I'm not done yet. Oh, shit. Oh, I, know, I know people who, who, who steal people's tax money. Like I've, I've heard of, not that I know of, I've heard of them. You know? So, yeah. Um, Please, uh, like, I just wanted to ask her, so, like, escape, escape prison me. <laughs> I'll hook you up. Uh, yeah, please that. do, please do. Uh, but, uh, you know, South African top five for me. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Pro Kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he later on renamed himself as a pro. Mm-hmm. Um, K.O., definitely one of yeah. the best lyricists, you know, in, in, in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I will throw in AKA not because he's dead, but because I've always put him as one of the best musicians. Yeah, I know it. He's not the he, best lyricist. Have you seen him perform live before? I have, I knew him. Oh, you knew him? Oh, you knew AKA. I knew AKA. Oh, okay. <laughs> So so it was you, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I've, I've watched him plenty of times. Yeah, um, like I've, I haven't seen anyone perform like that ever. I, really? Not like the way oh, he performs. Yeah, the way he, he performs. Puts in the work. Ha, he's he puts like in next the work. thing. He's lying on the floor, still, yeah. still rapping, crazy, and then crazy. he'll no, bust a move. Oh the, no! The beauty to watch him, you know, especially if you are in the same stage as him. So yeah. Most of the time, I've watched. I've watched him, you know, perform. I think maybe. Uh, five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of those times, I was, you know, backstage, a few meters away from him, yeah. watching him. Yeah. He has strict rules whereby um, not people not being allowed on stage. Sure. Or only his bouncer and yeah, yeah, yeah. some kind of guy. I know him as well. <laughs> some kind of guy. Yeah. Is that the guy's name? Some kind of guy. I don't know him. <laughs> I don't know his name. All I know is that that guy will fuck you up if you get on stage. Bouncers, like, listen, I thought bouncers are my bad. Nyashayanina, yo, 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 your bounces. Yeah. Guys, if if you're in a club, don't say, "Um, today's the day for me to pick a fight with a bouncer. Don't say I didn't tell you. No, don't don't do that. Because I think in the club rules, I think it's like one bouncer for every hundred. Mm. So when I I heard that, I'm like, but hundred people. I'm like, how is he going to control hundred people? Hey, my shit, I went to level. Yo. Yeah, so yeah, look, AKA was one of the best performers in the country as well. Yeah. I actually got the bottle from him mm-hmm. when he came out, Cruz, when he came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent you the video. Yeah, yeah, please do. I think I posted it on my WhatsApp when you did that. Pause, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, I'll, I'll send you the video. And then, um, so I've got three, ne? Yeah. And then. You've got Pro Kid? You've got Pro? Mm-hmm. Pro? He was Pro Kid, now it's Pro. Mm-hmm. KO, KO, one of the best lyricists. Yeah. You have AKA. AKA yes. Yeah. You've and got then. Hip hop, yeah, an essay. Um, I don't want to put Casper because sure, why don't you? He's not a good lyricist, he doesn't make nice music, too. he makes music for the club. I'm not gonna pump Casper when I'm driving, he don't believe when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm keeping it real. Hey, Casper, like, the, okay, the, the day I get you on the show, what edge does he have? we're going to mess this guy. Well, unless I'm Landa, no. I'm, trying no, to, I'm serious. I'm trying to keep some sponsorship from Biliata here. Yo, listen. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, trying, I'm kidding. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, that's, that, this is your top five. This Look, is your. Casper, what he's a businessman. He's a businessman. He can perform. He can perform. He can dance. He can you know, do whatever. I've got nothing but great respect with him, even as a businessman. Atlanta. But you know, when it comes to we're music, about me, okay, yeah, yeah, let's take it back to the music, yeah, because I can control myself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't put him on top five, sure, in my humble opinion, yeah, uh, no disrespect, yeah. But, um, I, I, I think, um, one of the guys that were you know very impactful in the South African hip hop, it's Nasty C, Nasty C. Nasty C, lyrically, this guy will kill you. Yeah, bad hair. Yeah, he'll kill you. Yeah, he'll kill you. Do you know what this guy, uh, last year he came up and said, hey, Nasty, uh, we need to talk about that. Uh, the day you said you come out and body Eminem, I'm like, yo, um... Yeah. You li- <laughs> I tried to say he could body Eminem. I don't know where that ended up, but... Uh, really? He said it, yeah. Eminem? He, he said he could body Eminem. 
I, th- I don't know if it was joking or not, but you know. Yeah, he's pushing it. I like the confidence. Very, very, very. I like the confidence. Yeah, yeah. I like the confidence. Um, but not, I think he, but he's, he's like he's a next level, eh? He is definitely. He's this guy, level. you can't tell if um, he can appeal in every country: America, South Africa. This, this guy had a Netflix you know? series, a Netflix show. Oh, really? In Japan, mm. Zulu Man in Japan. Japanese crowds loving songs. Imagine. I yeah. What is that? Yeah. That's yeah. nasty. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> all respect to him. Yeah. Nasty. And then I will put in, oh, you said greatest of all time, right? Yeah, within like, with its greatest of all time, your top five. Because again, South African hip hop, I need to do more of my research and get more into it. Because for me, I, I know the. the, uh, the the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't talk about Deleuze, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, if I, if I were going to put in Deleuze, then I might as well put MT as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. We have to be honest. If we have to be honest, yeah. No, I'm being, I'm being inflammatory, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'm going to put in Dumi, Stogie T. Mm. You know, um, Stogie T, for, he's, he's one of the godfathers of South African hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the bridges and also one of the educators of how mm. you should deliver, especially on the lyricist part. Sure. Um, he doesn't have a lot of body of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this one EP, EP uh, I think, I, I forgot the name of it, a cheap wolf or something like that. Mm-hmm. He, he spits there. Yeah, yeah. Um, what he did during lockdown as well, you know, it contributed a lot into the culture because a lot of people were just sleeping on him and they didn't know how much he really, you know, is is to our culture he's like a south african krs mm. you know no one can fuck around with him when it mm. comes to you know dissing and stuff I mean, yeah ricky did it but then with the ricky 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 it was personal because he was signed on a motive with Jim, yeah yeah his record label and he didn't say anything about his talent yeah, he just yeah. talked about, spoke about money only. yeah okay I mean? so um yeah so it's gonna be stoicky uh ko um pro pro Nasty. Yeah. And who else? Um, yeah, that uh, there's one name that you mentioned. AKA. AKA yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, yeah, that's, that's that's my top five. Is, is that your top five? Yeah. Okay. Like I'll I'll take that top five and and I'll, and I'll make that my top five. Because you, <laughs> you don't know South African hip-hop. as much as I I'm <laughs> going to admit it. I won't admit. That's why I have this podcast so I can learn. I can learn. I can learn. I'm not gonna lie to you and say good. I am No, because people because people lie out there. Yeah. They, they will lie. I know my stuff. Okay, who's your top five? <laughs> uh-huh. It's like the WNBA. Who's the top five players, WNBA players of all time? I don't know. Exactly. You know, I only know the one that was talking about the ring. The one <laughs> I know that one. Okay, right. So, like, name your top five WNBA uh, I don't teams. know them. You don't know them. <laughs> then you're you're not a feminist then. Then you're, then you're sexist. Why are you not supporting the WNBA? Um... We're gonna talk about. <laughs> we can get into it. Well, let's get it. Let's get. let get into it. Like, so. I'm not. A, I'm not a feminist because it has been messed up now. You know, by messed society. I'm all for feminism when it's about equal rights. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, uh, about feminism when you know women get rights and more privileges than men. Yeah. Um. Originally, the movement of feminism was about you know getting equal rights. Yes. Not women overstepping the men. Bomb. And also disrespecting, you know, men, and also wanting to get certain privileges that yeah. you know men have given them. Because yeah, exactly. to be honest, you know, the whole feminism was given by men. Because yeah. if men wanted to, they would have continued oppressing women. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because 
if we have to go back into history, yeah. there's no um, matriarchy that's to the test of time. Mm. Um, it's always been you know, men that are ruling the world. Mm. So the same privileges that you have been given by a man, you are fucking around with it and you're abusing it. Mm. You know what I mean? It goes back to you know, relationships as well. I'm just going to jump into sure, it. Sure, sure. Uh, whereby you find women that are, you know, not have nothing to, to, to give or to put on the table, yet they are looking for a certain type of a man. Uh-huh. They're looking for a high man. You sound like Kevin Samuels. Hey, you're the godfather Kevin Samuels. <laughs> you are average at best. <laughs> you're a solid six. So, <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which, is, which is ludicrous. So what do you think about what do you think about that? I mean, so you think about a, 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 a lady, ne? Um, who to be honest, is a solid five on whatever scale people are putting it on. Um, has got uh, three kids, um, doesn't earn quite a lot, but then now she's got these expectations that are here. Yeah. Okay. What do you, what, that are just crazy. And what do, you say, what do you say about that? Okay, so now my thing is every woman on planet Earth is looking for a high value man. There's no woman that would say, I'm looking for an average man, a man that is like this and this and this and that. Every woman is looking for a man that is that has status, that is looking good, yeah. that uh, that that is ambitious, yeah. and that is also um, a productive man. Yeah. Every woman is looking for that. Every I woman. can ask ten of them. I'm sure nine, if not ten, will say they're looking for the yeah, same yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So you want to so you want to do the, the next couple of weeks? I'm uh, actually next week. <laughs> I have uh, another another friend of mine, a mm-hmm. female. Mm-hmm. I'm to talk about this exact. I'm gonna ask her this question mm-hmm. as well. Please ask her what, what, what are you looking for in a man yeah. physically and also what attributes are you looking for in yeah, a man. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you exactly what I'm telling you right this now. Is. So now, um, she's looking for a, a, a man that looks like me yeah. with a, a bit of money. Yeah, with a bit of money. Yeah, because I'm told that can handsome. Yeah, you're TTH, told that can handsome with exactly. a nice beard, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know? It's just that I don't have you know, millions in my account. Otherwise, I was going to be an ideal man. Oh, no, oh, no, man, he's got millions. He's just hiding there. <laughs> <laughs> You, you want to put an you want to put an Ashraf Hakimi. <laughs> yeah. So um, so now, with wanting that, yeah, women now are not also becoming high value women. Oh. And to become a high value Talk woman, to him. what's a high value woman? A high value woman has nothing to do with money. I've never asked that question. Actually, I can tell you. Let me break it down. Yeah, let, let me know. A yeah. high value woman is a woman that is feminine. Mm-hmm. A woman that is agreeable. Not sure. obnoxious. Yeah. A woman that is beautiful, that takes care of herself. Yeah. A woman that is preferably fit as well. Sure. So now, also, one of the things that m- most men are looking for, especially high-value men, are uh, a purity of the woman. Yeah. You know, throughout history, yeah, you're men going to get yourself, you're going to get yourself into trouble. Yeah, purity. No, no, no. Woman. I have to look. I have to say <laughs> like it is because. As much as we live in modern times, yeah. we have to tell it like it is. Yeah. And, you know, whoever that's gonna take this sideways, yeah. she's not gonna learn from it. Yeah. But what I can say from you for you know to you is, you know, men every man is looking for a woman that is pure. Sure. Obviously we're not expecting virgins, mm-hmm. but also we're not expecting niggas that have ran through you. <laughs> men and women are not equal. Men and women look <laughs> No, Karen, I'm entertaining, I'm entertaining, yeah. So now, um, the, the attractions that we have mm. are not symmetrical, they're yeah. asymmetrical. Yeah, yeah. Meaning that whatever that you like may not necessarily be what I want. Yeah. So you want money. Yeah. You want the status. You yeah. You want someone that is 
you know, confident and ambitious. Yeah. I'm not looking for that as a man because those are masculine traits. Sure. I'm looking for a woman that is feminine, a woman that will be able to take care of the family, yeah, yeah. that will support me, yeah. support my goal as well, yeah. so that she can benefit sure. from whatever it is that I'm building. And yeah. So, we are there to provide and protect. Mm-hmm. We're not there to compete with our partners. Yeah, yeah. You know, any woman that says, no, we equals, no, we doing this. Like you can say man. we partners, but yeah. then you can't say we equals and stuff like that. Yeah. Even big companies, when they merge, they, they're not equals. Yeah. One company joins the other. Yeah. There's no two CEOs, there's no two presidents. Yeah. It's a leader, and then there is, I don't want to say follow-up because they get triggered by that, and then they get lost into... Yeah, why do you think um, women nowadays, not all women, let me say some women, um, don't want to follow the leadership of a man? It goes back to feminism. It goes back to um, women being given the same platforms and opportunities as men. Yeah. And then they abuse that and then they think that they are men as Mm. well. Because you must remember, having money, you're going to need to be you know, masculine yeah. in a role. There's no you know, feminine woman yeah. that is a boss. You know, you need to be masculine. Very masculine, and, yeah. You know, a masculine man, a macho man, a high-value man doesn't see that as attractive. Yeah. This is why you won't see, uh, you know, a, 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 a Andrew Tate, you know, <laughs> a, whoever that is, a, I think, a high-value So how do, you, how do you, like I said, you've touched on it, but um, let's be very, I want this to be very, very clear. Mm-hmm. What is your definition mm-hmm. of a high-value man? A high-value man is um, a man that, you know, uh, belongs into a higher social status. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have money. If I have to be blunt, yeah. you need to have money. You need to have uh, worked so hard in life that you are building a society. Yes. A man that is um, very, you know, active in building a society. Yeah. A man that is looking good. A yeah. man that is taking care of themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that are ugly, but money, you know, can make up for it. But at least they, like, you can be, quote unquote, ugly, but you're, like, taking care of yourself. Like, you're making the best of your appearance. Like, you're, like, yes. you're going to, taking care of your hair, yes, taking care exactly. of your nails, taking care exactly. of your, yeah. your threads, yeah? Yeah, and, and um, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, high value men, there's not too many of them. It's, like, 5 to 1% in the world. Jeez, like. And then you have... A lot of women yeah. that are looking for that one person. So not everyone is going. Just look, looking at the math. I'm not. I'm not good. I'm not. I'm not the best at math, ne? Yeah. But just looking at the math, <laughs> not every yeah. woman who wants to have a male man, based on the ratio of them being available, mm. is going to get them. Exactly. My thing is, in order for you to 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 attain that type of a man. You need to be a high-value woman. Yeah. And I've said, I've listed things that make you a high-value woman. Sure, sure. If you're going to come up and be obnoxious, not agreeable, um, masculine, and do all those things, sure, it's fine. You can get your money and you can be, you know, um, a masculine Lonely. woman. It's fine. That's good for business. Yeah. But if you're looking for a high-value man, you need to be feminine. Yeah. Can I, can I, a question A question that I can ask. I mean, given the way we live, how we live today, mm-hmm. It is very possible, even more probable, mm-hmm. that people in a relationship, a woman will earn more than a man. Yes. It, it happens. Mm. It's very, very possible given the world we live in now. Yeah. So let's say you've got this scenario. You've got a woman that's very masculine until mm-hmm. it comes to work and comes to business. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's possible that she can switch and then at home be that high value no. woman? You, you don't think it's possible? It is not. Th- you don't think it's possible? My thing is this. 
if so let's say um you you get married to a, a, a high earner not a high sure. value a high earner yeah chances ah, are there's a difference between high earner and high value woman yes. okay yeah yeah so now so now this means that she's taking care of you because she's paying most of the bills sure you can chip in there and then you pay for a petrol <laughs> yes like i'm not doing anything you know what i mean because <laughs> with you your salary and you know or without your salary things is, are being taken care of mm. and there's no way in history that shows women taking care of men long term she can take care of you for you know, a couple of years but if you are not ambitious and you're not showing potential of becoming greater than her, she's not going to stick around. That is a fact. That is very true. That, that is, is a fact. I, based on what, I, what I've seen, I mean, there's uh, this one very powerful CEO I used to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, Diana looks a different. She's very ambitious. She, mm-hmm. she, she, she's masculine. She wants to buy Chelsea. She wants to buy a Chelsea football club. I, I don't, yeah. And then guess what her husband does? Mm-hmm. Recently. He's a bitch ass player. That's what he is. <laughs> no, he's at home. He's at home. Yeah. I, I don't want to see him this. Yeah. <laughs> but like he's, he's at home. You, you say a B-A-N, bitch ass nigga. But what if he decided to just, uh, that's what he wanted for himself? So my, my thing is this. Um, like I said, women don't take care of men long term. Long term. Women. Um, How much time do you have? You're in a situation whereby like your partner earns twice as much as you. Until, until she wants to you know have kids and have kids and become you must remember what i wanted to say was yeah women find their joy in building families having kids and also they are more of people people is that your is that is that your statement of fact it is a fact because uh, most women they find joy in creating sure because that is their sole purpose mm. creating mm. you know and also nurturing mm. um most women and this is a fact you can even look it up most people that are on uh, psyche meds and who are going through um, therapy are uh, women between the ages of 35 and 30 and 45 because of the decisions that they made earlier, uh, on. earlier on and you realize that those people don't have kids they're not even married because they were masculine all their lives mm. it's fine it made them Damn. to become you know rich or to have money but that's then deep, at eh? the end of the day they're gonna die alone and that's what people are not and women are not built for that you that know? is we are that is deep. we yeah. like things we like you know, yeah, World Cup like trophies, like yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Women, they want kids, they want generations and stuff like that. Yeah. If you look at your grandmother, yeah, you know, and you have come through as a family, yeah. Out of her came three different generations, sure, and a hundred people in that room mm. from her, yeah. She's the happiest woman ever. Yeah, because she knows that through me, all the all of all this exists. All this came. Yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That is the purest joy a woman can find. Sure. You know what I mean? If you can ask that same woman to choose between her career and her money to be alone or to be a housewife and, and have be that taken care of and have by her family, she'll choose becoming to become a housewife. Yeah. Nine out of nine out of ten uh, women they prefer to be housewives. Yeah. But obviously, and because of the certain situations. They become, you know, masculine so that they can become productive. So do you think um, if that is the sole driver of a female Mm -hmm. to become a nurturer, a mother, Mm -hmm. have a truckload of kids and grandkids Mm -hmm. and great grandkids and Mm -hmm. to build things and, uh, and create and be nurturing. Do you think that the females now who are masculine and Mm -hmm. drivers, is that, is that somehow our fault? As, as men is that somehow our fault what what role did we have in 
having that paradigm. I mean, to, having, making them have that paradigm. So to, to be honest with you, um, I don't want to stretch this into uh, you know, a world level, but um, let me put it into a, um, a South African perspective. Sure. And this is one of the topics that I wanted us to talk about, you know, Bono. Hey, yo, 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 where does our fault, you know, and the law will come in? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm going to bring it closer. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, you know, when you come from a certain background, you are obviously prone to become masculine because, you know, you need to build up, yeah, you yeah. know, as a woman. Yeah. Um, if you grew up from a single parent, um, you need to, you know, work hard. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you need to compete. That's but amazing. most women who... You know, grew up in you know a nuclear family. Yeah, yeah. There's a mother and a father, and they got taken care of. Yeah. Even at an older age, uh, they never you know saw a need to to work hard. And, yeah. You know, originally women were not meant to work. Yeah. I mean, I would prefer my woman not to work, uh, and then I would provide for her. Mm-hmm. You know, take from where you know I left it. So now, when it comes to your love order, um, originally love order wasn't. Um, something that has a certain value mm. it was a token or something that was given to a family mm-hmm. as a sign to say that we appreciate what you have done for mm-hmm. you know and the hard work that you put in and now we would love to take this yeah flower this mm-hmm. is why you know one of the most common things that is said during the world like Negotiations as Abakuni mm. is Siboni Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the Sun just Yeah, yeah, You know, um, uh, the whole point of it is to, you know, create a relationship amongst families. Yeah. So now, in history, around the 1800s, there is a leader called Theophilus Shipston. Theophilus, okay, yeah. You, you must also look it up. Yeah. He, um, he saw. This whole thing happening around, you know, about the families being built yeah. and all of that. You must remember, Dana, you would come with in Yeah. You come with a stick yeah. for Umam. Yeah. You come with, you know, something nice, mm-hmm. you know, to a family, and that would, you know, qualify as a lobo. Yeah. Because you are giving something. So when also, did when did uh, these uh, I'm a four pipe come in as the lobo nowadays? Just now. <laughs> yeah. So now, when you bring these things. You are simply saying that I will take care of your yeah. kid, and yeah. this is what I can offer you guys to show you guys that I can I have something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's more where that came from. Mm-hmm. So now, if a pipe, yeah, is looking all at all. He's a white man, by the way. Ah, uh, that that is a white name if I've ever heard of a white man. Yeah. So he saw all of that. Yeah, and then. He created a certain standard that Ilobono made it 11 cows. 11 cows? Yes. So now, if you are a heads man, mm-hmm. uh, meaning you are a person that has. So, how did a white man uh, get to the point of uh, influencing a culture that's not his? You must remember when you when you rule a, a, a land, you get to amend certain things. Yeah. And also, there's a smart way of introducing certain things. Yeah, yeah. That would entice people. It worked best for, you know, the. The, the 
the, the daughter's family. Yeah, yeah. Because now now I'm out of pocket. I don't have money now. Yeah, exactly. So now you so now you are saying that's see, so interesting. You know, I was expecting at least two cows because yeah. I mean, as a father, I'm married with one cow. With cow yeah, I'm expecting at least two cows from this person. But then now this white man is telling me that I can get eleven cows from my cur- for my girl. I want all of it. Definitely. You know what I mean? <laughs> so now it happened like that. Yeah, yeah. And then so now there was a set. So there was a rule. Mm. You must look it up. It's there. It's history. Yeah. So it's eleven cows. Yeah. And then if you are a headsman, it's sixteen cows. And then if you are a king or a chief, it's more than that. So now in wow. modern times, the whole point of it from a, from that person, I almost said a white man's perspective. I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to sound racist, but then from that perspective, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole point is to destroy marriages and is to destroy families because uh, that's where families are being. Because made. now it's really hard. it's now it's hard. it's hard. And also like that that makes a lot of sense as to why. Abu Dhabi, teen. Yeah. We take so long, on average, yeah. to get married because we're like, yes. I can't. Yes, I can't afford like, this. Yeah, your, your mom probably would have loaned a thousand rand back in the days. Yeah, I have. It I was a lot of money. Yeah, I haven't asked, but back yeah. In the days, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? However, it was a lot of money for uh, Upalikila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had to work for that. Yeah. So now. It's because we're living in, in, in different times now. But they've built whatever it is that they had together. Yeah. Now, you need to build yourself up as a man. You need to have even a path. You need to have an apartment. Yeah. You need to have a, a stable job. Exactly. And then you also need to get your shit together. Exactly. All those things, if we have to be honest, they will take around 10 to 15 years. By the time you're 35 and you're 40, you're already a high-value man. You understand what I'm saying? And when you're a high-value man... Which I'm bringing back to a high value man. You have options now. Yeah. And what do you do when you have options? You exercise, you exercise options. Mm-hmm. And by that time, you are called trash and all of that. I'm not going to work 10 years and 15 years, not have a wife. Mm-hmm. And then when I can finally find a wife, now, now I need to marry one wife. So, I think, you know, the whole point of... And it goes back to, you know, families. And yeah, yeah. I was speaking to Munyubabum um, Dala, and, you know, he's a very smart man. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. he told me to say that if my daughter would get, would get married or find someone, all I want is just a cow, a sheep, and just a, a nice, beautiful stick only. Oh, yeah, yeah. Only if this man can promise to take care of my daughter. So is that where the, the whole stick thing came from? Yes. From way back. I was wondering, I'm like... I was also, I'm like when they asked me, guess, like, I'm like, why? Why do you want... Because <laughs> because cows and we're heard of sticks, yeah, not yeah. only die. Yeah, yeah. So now a stick will forever be a reminder. Oh, so, so it wasn't like a practical thing that you used to like. No, not hurt. really. Oh, that's why okay. it, it, sometimes you find them they decorated, and then you would find the salugas and lean. Actually, you understand what I'm saying? I'm just making an example yeah. to say that, you know, that's a reminder to say that here's something that we, we have to prove for it other than the letter. So, um, this whole thing here, Lobola, and people being charged 50,000, 100,000, 150,000 for a woman that has been ran through. <laughs> I, <laughs> I get you. I get you. I've. I've. <laughs> I've. <tricks> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that is actually a very fair point that you put that you put there. That is a very fair a very 
<laughs> a very fair point. It's like, uh, think about it this way. It's like you work all, like, at least example of cars. Mm-hmm. You work all this year, you're 15 years, you're grinding, you're working, yep. you're on those sales calls, mm-hmm. you're closing, you're mm-hmm. doing all of these things. Yeah, now you have 10 million, 10 million right now. Mm-hmm. You want to take just the two and you want to go buy yourself a nice, a nice, a nice car. Mm-hmm. And then someone's going to sell you a used car that needs a lot of maintenance, a lot of mile, a lot of mileage on it, a lot of mileage on it. Yeah. And then when you say no, the car dealership is like, I oh, got was trash. But that's not the case. Yes. So it's that's exactly trash. what's happening. So now, so let me make it this analogy. Yeah, yeah. Women, they are born with their value. Yeah. Men gain their value over time. When you are a woman, that is so deep. I've never thought are, about this. I, I, I want to repeat what I'm you gonna say it. I'm going to say it again. Yeah. Women are born with their value. Yeah. Men gain value over time. Sure. So this is like a, a trust fund baby yeah. that already has a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Versus a man that needs to work, yeah, yeah, for them to get that million, yeah. So now the only thing that is actually women are playing life on easy mode. Actually, uh, we're on legendary now. What is on easy mode? Yeah, yeah, they're on they're easy mode because the only thing that you need to do as a woman is just retain your pureness. That's it. Mm. You must not be. You are a gatekeeper of sex. Mm-hmm. You are a gatekeeper of children, children as well. So. You, you That's how powerful women are. Like without a woman, there are no children. Exactly. So now, the best thing that you need to do in order for you to shape your future, yeah, is to become feminine, work on yourself, yeah, go to school, study, and not let boys to run through you. You <laughs> definitely attract a high value man. Yeah. Why a man asks men, and I always tell niggas this. You need to work hard and get your shit together in order for you to attain a, a suitable wife. At the end of the day, at the you can't exactly. Because uh, let me say, let me make this other example. As sure. Well. Um, would it be fair for me to say that I stay um, with my mom? Yeah. Um, I eat Cheetos every day. Yeah. I'm fat. Yeah. I don't take care of myself. I don't yeah. go to the barber shop. I yeah. don't work. I don't want to work. And then I say I want a, a beautiful woman no. that looks nice. No. Sounds ridiculous. You're not gonna get. But guess what? They use That's the same how logic. women say that. You have. I'm going to, I'm going going to some clarify and say some women. That's not at all. Most women. <laughs> I said most women. Most women go queen. Uh huh. You know, know your worth, girl. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no girl that would say that. I mean, I need to That's very true. Yeah, <laughs> Women, like Doctor Uma Infatunde, he mm-hmm. used to be Uma Johnson. You know of him. Now yeah, he changed his yeah. name to Infatunde. Yeah, very, he, he's very, was, he was very influential. Um, in uh, when I was like studying uh, consciousness and and business and how us as uh, black people can people, uh, can can build ourselves up, uh, he made uh, the point because he was uh, making the point that he doesn't believe in interracial. You've heard him say this. Doesn't believe in interracial ma- marriage mm-hmm. whatsoever mm-hmm. because marriage is an economic agreement. It is okay. I'm not going to talk about the whole interracial part, but what he said uh, after that was very powerful. He said, "Women always marry up." In economic status, yeah. they don't marry down. I was like, exactly, they don't. I need to do my research on exactly. it. It goes, it goes back to yeah. saying that uh, we, I, look, we we do have those bitch ass niggas that are being taken off by the men, by the women. Then, yeah, but what I'm saying is, and I can I can take can, 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 a woman can never take care of a man long term. Yeah, can you can you name these guys so I can get them on the show? And my boys be like, how did you? How do you, they they won in life? What they, they won in life? Like I said, I was working like maniacs, and then 
It was episode 19, I think. Mm-hmm. And he's all about high value, man, high value. This He's Kevin Samuels. I must, I must, you guys must look up. You guys will have a, a great time. A great yeah. time. Yeah. And then, uh, so he's, he's all about uh, how body count matters. It does. How body count matters. Fashion. This is why I said that in the, in a woman in her purest form is virginity. Yeah. Yeah. But, like I said, but we live in modern times. So I, do you know what Brachilla said to me? It was the funniest thing ever <laughs> in my life. He said, like uh, we were sitting down and we were talking, you know, I was still uh, I was still in the streets before I got off. You mm-hmm. know, I was like, I was still like, you know, yeah, the I, was, still calling. I was still playing ticket tag of football. Yeah. Get the ball possible, get the ball possible, get the ball possible. That's the thing. That, that Otherwise, was, you're not attractive, you <laughs> have experience. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to symmetrical, asymmetrical. Yeah, the, 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 the standards are different. Yeah, the standards yeah. are different. So then yeah. I was like, I sat down, I was, I was like, okay, right. Um, I think I was like 26 at, uh, at the time. I said, okay, I think cutting in doesn't mean a match. Like, I want to like focus, I'm going to focus on match. Then we had the real talk about um, this specific topic about mm-hmm. men and women, yeah. uh, virginity and whatnot. And I was like, in Jabul. I'm I'm a virgin when I'm clenched. Yeah. Ilaba, I'm a man. No kids. That is the stand of, of virginity of, of, from, according, to Kira, according to Kira I'm like and I, and I was like yeah right, It's crazy It's not the ideal It's crazy It's not the ideal But that is uh, Today that is it's the stand And I think Part of it is our fault As Amachita as well Part of it is our fault Look I'm, Look man I'm not gonna um, Obviously my, my thing is My thing is this And I know a lot of people Will bash me for this comment Yeah that? yeah a woman is a gatekeeper of sex. You mm. control who fucks you. Mm. You control who you have a baby with. Facts. You could never go back and blame... Unless you were violated. Again, that's... Yeah, that's if a you were violated, story. we're not talking about that. Okay, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? But, you know, if you, if you come at me at the age of 35 and you have a body count of... 110. 15. No, no, 15. 15. 15 is a lot for you, eh? No, no. You must, we, we, we're trying to build something here. <laughs> you know, one of the, the biggest fears that men have, what? the biggest fear that the men have, is to question if the child is his or not. Ish. So now, if you yeah, have a virgin, yeah, 
There's no question. There's no question. Mm. But then if you marry someone who was a whole, there is a question. You know, this is this is this is. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if you saw the roast of. Um, it wasn't so easy. It was the roast AKA. of no. It wasn't the roast of AKA. Uh, the roast of Kanyimbao. Yes, mm-hmm. the roast of Kanyimbao. We say less than two. The day I, I meet her, I, I'm just gonna die laughing because like how funny she is. Mm-hmm. Like there was this word that she she that she that she said. Um, she says, "I love no dint, but I my daughter." I was like, yeah. "That is a deep word. Yeah. A deep word." Like okay, what, what's the first thing that women say when they insult other women? It's fabulous. Yeah, you bitch, right? <laughs> because that is the greatest insult that you can give a woman. Yeah. And then what is the greatest um, insult that a man would give another man? Um, same thing? No? A loser. Oh, yeah, you're a loser. You're a loser. Like, you're not, you're not achieving anything. No, you're not, you're not achieving anything. And also, you can't take girls. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It goes back to symmetrical, asymmetrical. Yeah. So, now, if you, if you used to bang a lot of women... Yeah. You become attractive. Yeah. We see that in Drake. We see that in Future. We see that in Andrew Tate. We see that with a lot of men. Yeah, yeah. The fact that most women, a lot of women are still attracted to you, even with the knowledge that you fuck a lot of women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shows that having that status and, you know, attraction to a lot of women makes you a most highly wanted man. But if our Bambi, if our Bambi, (laughs) then that's what I'm saying. If our Bambi. So I'm I'm trying to eliminate... The thought that women think that we are the same to yeah. say that okay, look, if you don't want a high body count, I also don't want a high body count. Mm. First of all, you're looking for a man that has experience sexually, mm-hmm. so that you can enjoy sex. Yeah, you don't want to be teaching a man yeah, yeah, yeah. how to fuck. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So um, get that's the why possible. Get the ball possible. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you know what I mean? So, so I always, you know, look, I always urge men, you know, to take care of their business first, and I always urge women as well, especially young women. I always want to, you know, speak to young women about. You know the value that they have mm. before they even indulge into um, sexual activity or even dating. Sure. Um, when you go back into African culture, besides you know looking into different ethnic groups, you you realize good it's a girls' initiation who are preserved as virgins and then they are you know taught how to become wives and women. They must change the standard. If I ngani. <laughs> it must be signed into the constitution. <laughs> it's crazy, it's man. It's very crazy. You know? But then I'm not an unreasonable person. We're not unreasonable. Obviously, we're not look out there looking for virgins. But we're looking for, you know, a you know, woman that has not been for, for for the longest time in my life. <laughs> I still still think to to today. To not disappoint myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe they still exist. I just they like do. Just I've never, I've <laughs> to this to this day, to, yeah. like I've never like yeah. actually like met a virgin, not like female, like yeah. guy. I am, yeah. yeah. I mean, but obviously, after a certain age, let's say after the age of twenty, yeah, I haven't. Look, and it's a shame because back in the days, no, maybe most one, girls were virgins. Maybe one or two, maybe yeah. one or two. But like uh, the thing is, is, like most of the people now, like some of them, a lot of them are married, some of them are divorced. But like they me, ran through. <laughs> <laughs> this is being ratchet. It was like for me. That's why I was like, ah, ratchet. Just to not to disappoint myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the conversation I had with my dad, I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, they, they, they don't. I'm sure they do, but the I, fact that it's hard for you to find, you know, virgins in the times that we're living in now shows that you know the value of women 
is, is declining while the standard is increasing and men are continuously trying the to better themselves. The standard of men, what's required of men is, in, is increasing. Like men go through a lot, Garab. We go through we a are. lot. We are. I mean, look, I'm expected to, to have... Now, the standard is... Uh, the stakes are up now. I need to have you know more than two cars. Just, just like the interest rates, huh? <laughs> why, why, why must you have two cars? It shows that, you know, the other car is not from the bank. You know what I mean? What is that going to Amen. People are crazy out there. Women are looking for crazy things. Now they're not looking for, you know, a nuclear family. They're not looking for, you know, they're looking for some things that are crazy. And they don't understand that they are subconsciously competing against one another. Because yeah. There is one of high value men and there's many of them yeah you understand what i'm saying it's like one too many yes so so if i if we can step out of this building right now yeah we will see a bunch of hot women mm. if you go to the club there's a lot of hot women mm. but if you step out of this building chances are we're not going to see a high value man meaning that they are rare mm. so now everyone is looking for that rare person mm. and now everyone's going to get them unless unless he marries four or five people. Back to the, the next question I wanted to ask. From your perspective, do you think polygamy can work? I'm going to take a sip on this one. <laughs> so polygamy, um, uh, in Zulu, what do they call it? Yeah. Uh, it's tame. It's tame. Yeah. Um, it's tame, you know, with what I've learned, um, polygamy is everywhere in the world, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what I've learned in the African culture yeah, yeah. is not everyone can have his team. Yeah, this is just in preparation for when the lights go out, yeah. His team is um, a gift from yeah. Abba Pansy. Sure. You know, for those who believe um, uh, Abba cool. I was at a church yes. conf- conference this one time. It was the funniest thing I've ever heard ever. Like, yeah. like HUC uh, church conference. I want to name the organization. Yeah. So we were there at a uh, it's in the rural areas, okay. okay. Um, in, in, I think it was at Mkobot, somewhere in Pumalang. Mm-hmm. And the pastor gets up and says, Spongutjes, because that's who you're there to worship. Spongutjes, Bazalan. Spongutjes, Bazalan. Can Ukoka at the back not get up and say, Can you not want I'm cool. I'm like, Oh, yeah, that's so awkward. But I died laughing. I'm like, How? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, she, I, kept it she kept it 100 yeah? <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah so um, Africans believe that uh, Mr. Mbu is a gift from sure. you know, uh, party and mm-hmm. not everyone qualifies to to, 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 have, polygamy. to have polygamy yeah yeah however with polygamy the whole point of polygamy and this is funny but it makes sense if you think deep into it the whole point of polygamy is for it's not for a man to marry multiple wives, but it's for every woman to have a husband. Ah, okay. Dr. So, Mother Johnson said the same thing. Well, if Atunde said the same thing. I don't know, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, women, yeah. because of this whole movement that's going on and so forth and so on, they don't even want to think about the idea of polygamy. Mm. And if I had to break it down to them, they're break in a the polygamy break it down. relationship. Break it down, brother. They're, they're in a the polygamy relationship as we speak right now. How We've got si- certified side chicks. We've got people who are married. <laughs> and they know about the main wife and so forth and so on. And the main wife knows about polygamy. the side. Yeah, well, that is, that is, it just hasn't been it's certified. Official. Good to say, uh, shut down. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It has its pros and cons, 
But I, I think with the pros, yeah, you, it's a, it's it's very serious in terms of increasing the family. What yeah. is Sumuz Gababa? Yeah, yeah. And also having, um, you know, people that can assist in Yes. In terms of, you know, legacy. Yeah. And, you know, while you're working, you know, you know they nurture the family. Yeah, yeah. Um, besides, you know, having sex with multiple people and yeah, changing yeah. them yeah. without feeling guilty about yeah. it. But the cons of it is that... You know, especially in modern times, mm. I think you can touch on that because you, um, you, you know, you feel different about it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's obviously quarrels around it. Mm-hmm. We've seen it with the most famous people mm. that are in polygamy, people that we know. Mm. That, you know, there's always quarrels. There's no peace. Mm. You know, who's tame? It's not like before. Mm. Um, and I know it has everything to do with uh, laws and rights that have yeah. been passed. Over so, the so the question I'm going to ask you is how can a polygamous uh, marriage work what what are the rules of engagement there like from your perspective from what you know and what you've experienced yeah. what are the rules to make a polygamous situation work okay so first of all in order for you to be in a successful polygamous relationship is you need to be a high value man style it up you need to be able to afford things yes that is can't the, be broken have <laughs> Secondly, you need to marry a feminine woman that is domesticated yeah. and understands her role, which is to nurture a family. Sure. You can't marry another, you know, strong black independent woman. Like, for example, Beyonce would never go for a polygamous marriage. No, she she's would. too high value. She's a boss, high earner. She's not a high value because she's making. Must remember, a lot of people get this thing wrong. A high value woman has nothing to do with money. As you just, from your perspective, as, as you just clarified. But like, okay, so for, so for Beyonce, Beyonce, mm-hmm. love you. Enjoy, I love the Renaissance <laughs> tour. So, um, when you come back to, to Joburg, like apparently we can't afford her. Joburg, uh, uh, a Beyonce show, we can't afford her, apparently. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> but but that's, that's a high value in terms of entertainment. Entertainment. You know, not as a wife. That's, if Jay Z could divorce um, Beyonce, she's going to have, have a high, she's going to have a, a hectic time marrying someone else. Is it? Because high value men don't find women with money attractive. Why, is it, why is it because they're insecure? Not, it, it has nothing to do with insecurity. I think um, another thing that I'm going to make you to think clear about is that um, a lot of people, you know, they misconstrue the idea of uh, insecurity. Mm. A man that is able to address something at the expense of losing it yeah. is very secured. Yeah, yeah. But then women they say you are insecure, but then I'm telling you that, listen, I'm not going to stand for this or this is what I don't want. Yeah, yeah. And they say they're insecure, but this person is very secure because he's putting it on the line. He yes. says, I, I'm not afraid to lose it. Yeah. That's very secure. That's very So yeah. now, with um, Ubiyonze, it's an example. Yeah, yeah. Ubiyonze, Already has her own money. Yeah. Already has been married before. Yeah. Already. So now, from a, a from a woman's standpoint, that is not high value mm. because high value men are not looking for that. Okay. They are looking for a woman that is modest. Okay. A woman that is making less than them in terms of money wise, yeah. if not nothing. Yeah. And then a woman also that is pure. That is high value woman. It has nothing to do with money. I love Beyonce. Money does not, I love you, by the way. Money does not make a woman high, high value. value. Only okay. men. You understand? Yeah, okay. I get you. Yeah. So if, if Jay-Z would divorce 
Beyonce right now. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me. Yeah. Not everyone is going to, not, not a high value man. is going to be clamoring. Like, Listen, I never have to work. debate about this. I, 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 I never have to work again. Like, if I'm, that's the thing. I never have to work again. That's the thing. I'm going to make another example. I'm saying me now, as a guy. I, I know. never have to work again. Let me make an example with yeah. another woman that you think is a high value woman. Yeah, yeah. So, Beyonce won't take care of you. Yeah. Long term. Yeah. You have Halle Berry, who was yeah. one of the most beautiful women, two years, three years in the running. Yeah, yeah. She's still crying about child support, but she's rich, she's got money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That tells you that women yeah. can't take care of men long term. Yeah. They still want money, even when they're rich. Oh, Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Halle Berry was, uh, was um, yeah. talking about um, child support. Child support. Yeah, yeah. And all of that. After, I think, the divorce. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's got money. Yeah, 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 that's true. So, no, I get you. Okay, so this is going back uh, to uh, to uh, to so put, guys, yeah. I need you to tell me the cons of it. Yeah, because I have explained it. The, 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 the pros and the pros are not really you yeah. know, as many of it. Yeah. By the way, I don't support the <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, I just want to get someone else's uh, perspective on this because in the, uh, the book I'm coming, I'm, I'm writing about it and I just want to make sure that because when I write something, I don't want to just say this is just what I just think from yeah. one angle. I want to 360 it. And I want to 360. I want oh, to make okay. sure what does Garaba think about it? What yeah. does literature say about it? What does people experience uh, uh, say about it? Yeah. What do children who have been in a polygamous household growing up what do they say about it are they happy about it are they for it are they not for it and so i'll start off by saying um what my position is on on polygamy just coming from a a christian faith and christian background immediately i'm going to say no because my belief is that marriage is between one man and one woman i'm going to clarify that one man and one woman the heroes in the bible um, no, multiple bridges. No, I get, I get that, I get that. But uh, just because that they did it didn't make it right. But God approved. I disagree with that. He let no. That thing is the difference between uh, him, uh, God approving it, yeah. and him letting it happen. Those are two different things. Okay, God let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make it right. But anyway, the point I'm saying is that uh, one man, one woman. Um, that's what uh, what the what, what the marriage is. King Solomon had like seven hundred wives. Yes. King David had multiple wives. <laughs> I'm using that from now on. I'm saying that uh, 300 porcupine. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm biblical. He's biblical. <laughs> <laughs> the concubines. I'm a porcupine. <laughs> so in there, so that's so that's that's where I, so like uh, that's number one. That's where that's where I start from. Then uh, I take that and I put it here, and then I look practically. How yeah. has it worked? Mm. Because we can talk about something in theory and mm. in practically. How has it worked? So, like what you said, the 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 genesis of polygamy is to make sure that every woman gets the chance to be married to a man, mm-hmm. and that man needs to be economically significant. Yes. So, t- if you take away economic significance, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So, if a woman is uh, economically significant, she's got her own means, and she can also make her own money. Mm-hmm. She has uh, this. I'm not going to say self-esteem, but more of like a worth that she puts on herself. And then mm-hmm. she says, I'm worth 
being the only one. Like Rihanna said, I want you to treat me like I'm the only mm-hmm. girl in the world, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, just looking at also the modern times. So that's the mindset a lot of women are in today because they want to be made to feel that they're the only woman in the world. Yes. Then we look at children who grew up in polygamous uh, marriages and they yeah. say, Abai And I've spoken to quite a few, quite a lot. I have too. Uh, quite, quite a lot. People I've never met, people I've met, I've, uh, they say they don't want it. Why? I think it's because... Um, Outside of my convictions, what I believe, let's say, uh, the, let's say it was a practice thing. That's what we should be, what we should do, right? And say yeah. something that we should do. The man, you need to you need to be strong and yeah. you need to be principled. And you need to, like you said, it was a gift. From, you need to be gift from uh, about pants that it works yes. according to you. Now, if you if it's not something that you were given. So you're forced it falls apart. Yeah. Now, if you've been given that and you're not acting according to the rules of engagement, it mm-hmm. falls apart. Yeah. Now, there cannot be any favoritism. If you have four households, mm-hmm. like four different wives, each and every single one of them must get exactly the same thing, exactly yes. the same car, exactly yeah. the same house, exactly the same budget, exactly the same time, exactly yeah. any time that there's an imbalance, kids can see... That I'm favored, I'm not favored. It's it's uh, there's a, there's a, a disparity yeah. there. So looking at all of that, I am 100 not in favor of it because people who say that they want to do it, uh, mm-hmm. people who are currently doing it, yeah. barring one or two that I've that I've met, who can we can tell you can see good good structure. Actually, uh, uh, one of my therapists, right. Oh, you're the therapy. I've got multiple. I've got everyone. I've got but someone's gonna pray for me. Uh, hey, it's called it's called being an it's It's called It's it's called being an adult male in today in 2023. That's what it's called. <laughs> Never. No. I would <laughs> I would suggest it. Look, I'm humble enough not to say um, that I. I'm not gonna say I don't need it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never tried it because I'm an African man, and that's. I think know, that's a problem. I think we should. We, like it, no, we're not talking about that. No, we're not. That's why. Yeah. That's why we jump off buildings and we shoot ourselves and kill yeah. ourselves. And oh, we abuse we we and, and it's got not nothing. <laughs> we're saying generally speaking, yeah. no, not you. You don't know. You're you're an all-around good guy. You, yeah. you, don't, you don't do that. <laughs> you, you just go. We show a boy. Look, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, polygamy is not really, um, you know, the best way of building a family, especially in these times. You know, with me, man, I'm yeah. relevant to times. So yeah, I yeah, like yeah. referring back to, you know, the history and how it has worked very nicely yeah, yeah, yeah. for history. But in modern times, you have women now who are standing up and they are able to choose, you know, if what they, they want, want to be part of that. You know what I mean? Yes. And, you know, I'm all for that. You know, I'm all for women standing up and wanting to do whatever it is that they want. I mean, you know, any woman that I'm associated with, you know, um, or that I've met in my whole entire life, they've got something going on for them. Exactly. And, you know, big ups to them. So, with regards to kids, I always believe in nuclear families. And that is, you know, a, a father, son, mother, mm-hmm. you know, spending time together as a family. And, you know, in polygamy, that's going to be impossible. Because yeah. You have to be working three times hard to make sure that you maintain yeah, all Especially in this, in this economy. You know what I mean? Yes, sure. it's crazy now. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So um, you have people that are unreasonable now who are still looking for polygamy, mm. but they don't understand what it takes to be able to 
Yeah, that's why I was asking. What are the rules of engagement? How do you make it work? Because, because I'm gonna be like, I'm going to be honest. I came from church this morning. <laughs> I prayed to Jesus and I said, "Yes, sir, yeah." Let me be honest. There was a time. Yeah. There was a time. Yeah. I sat down and I thought, "Could I do this?" Yeah. Being a polygamous man, can no, I have? <laughs> no, but people. Some people don't want to admit it. Me, I'm going to admit that I sat. No, da- I sat down and I thought, "Could I be married to more than one woman?" Because I'm seeing a lot of uh, people saying that they would, that they should, whatnot. I sat down and I thought, I'm like, I don't have, I, I don't have that strength. Like, I'm not that. He had a gay one. It's more than enough. Ha! And then we're saying this with all respect because. And it's a good hate. Right? It's a good, like even a good hate. Just, just to make sure that this this person is happy and healthy. She's taking care she's of. She's right. She's, she's right. Yeah. With everything that she says, she's, she's right. right. And you know what I mean? Everything that she says goes. Now there, you know? there are four different people telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, look, I'm saying this in a, in a more serious note, yeah, yeah. whereby, you know, I've, you know, had my own stress in a relationship, and I, I can't imagine having that double or three times. You know what I mean? Mm. And. I, I'm I'm able to handle my relationship. Sure, you know, sure. I'm able to. I know my person. I know who's okay. Now. When she's like this, I need to do, do this. this. You know what I mean? I can also keep, be in my own mood as well. Mm. Now imagine you're fighting with one, and then you're good with the other one, and then you have to bring that same energy to the other one. You exactly. Know what I mean? It's not viable. Then now you have kids as well that you need to take care yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. And you know, with me, I have a son, and there's nothing mm. more that I love. Uh, you know, than to spend time with him, you know, mm, mm. and in a polygamous relationship, you can't do that. You know, you can't take my, you can't take your kid to the park and play with him. You know, mm. it, it has to be a, a schedule. There's a schedule that happens. Yeah, that's you can thing. bring them together, but because of their mothers, and the next thing they don't get along, and then next they, thing they don't, they don't usually get along. Next I mean, thing by I, a lawyer, nah, I actually know two people that yeah. come from polygamous relationships. Yeah, yeah. One is saying that she's not close to their brothers and sisters. The other one is saying that you know. What, I'm, I'm actually going to, going to make it a point. One of the guys, uh, he married my cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, and my cousin had a had a kid before him mm-hmm. before him. So I, I asked him the, the you know the whole thing about purity and you know yeah. like high value. I said, so uh, you don't have a, a problem uh, marrying someone who has a kid already because some uh, some men have that issue, have that problem. Mm-hmm. But granted, he had kids already. He had kids already, and he's like, no, 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 no. I've got, I don't have a problem with it. Very, like he's a very great guy. I'm gonna get you on the show, guy. Very, 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 very great guy. Then he came from a polygamous. Uh, background yeah and at every single family event there's like 22 kids no outsiders 22 yeah. kids yeah and then this he's me. Nah, this is a squad bro this is yeah. like i don't know what you call it. that's an organization <laughs> that's a that's yeah. that's an organization then yeah, yeah Uti. There's disparities, there's fighting, and then there's favoritism, and it's like, yeah, nah, he'll never. And this is one of the few guys that I've spoken to around this, because yeah. I'm like, this is so, very dangerous. I'm glad you know you, you, you said one of those things because I was afraid to sound ridiculous. Yeah, there is room oh. into this, you know, in 
Tiredy, yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, so and it's a lie that, you know, um, uh, my kid is your kid as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you have um, another woman, you know, that you would marry, but mm-hmm. I can't bear you kids. Ish. And then you'd well, you really love that person. You love this person, you know what I mean? And yeah. then, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a big, it's, it's very tricky. It's and so I don't, complicated. I don't advise niggas to go through this. Yeah. The fact that you can't handle your wife and your side chick at the same time <laughs> shows. And they don't even know each other. You know, when, you know the side chicks know about the wife. You're making everybody angry now. You're making guys angry, you're making girls angry, all of, all of. Guys, I, I have to say that yeah. you know, I was told to be controversial today. <laughs> no, I didn't you know, say that. I said be real. He, he, he told me that I need to, you know, Rile pay people the are... devil's advocate. Yeah, that's very at true. At the end of the day, I'm leaving here. <laughs> stuck here with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they know your name. They know where you live. We can, they'll find you. No, it's, it's good to have uh, very real conversations because what I, I found everywhere, wholesale, everywhere, people are not being real. Mm-hmm. They're not being real. They, they're lying. They're talking about this and they're talking about that. You know, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the thing. That's, um, so it's good to be real. It's real too. It's good to be controversial. It's, uh, so it gets people thinking. We actually covered everything. We covered everything. You were just checking. Uh, <laughs> we covered everything. <laughs> no, no, that's, that, that's, very, that's very crazy. Um, so yeah. So then do you have any questions? This is a, the time on the show where you can ask me uh, you can ask me like any questions that you, you can be the host. I want to ask you one question. Yes, sir. Um, you, you you call yourself Kuzamini now, which is uh, one of your clan names, right? Yeah, that's uh, for when I go play music. Yeah. Are you a good DJ? That's not the real question. I'm just asking. <laughs> I, yes, I am. Okay. I am. What, what music do you play? Afrotech, yeah. Okay. So now, now Shama effect. Not a lot. Sometimes. Okay. The variations, yeah. So now. I've never heard you, Uztula, or you um, giving out your ten names. Are you able to do it? To a certain point, and I'll tell you why. Because mm. I wasn't, we were never sat down and taught the whole thing. Mm-hmm. They go on for like a minute. And it's minute. to find them. Was it a- no, no, no. Yeah, like, like, so, like, uh, so then from a musical perspective, when I, when I play music, uh, when I start a set, I'm telling it tagazel. Yeah. Okay. Slamin when Ognen when I put the bomb on the table, I'm a and then I stop there. It goes on. But can you go? Can I go? Yeah. I'm putting myself through the process because I'm going to have kids. Yes. For nine, for nine seven. My son, who's three years old. Yeah, he knows all of them. Push. Can you push? Can you push? Good because you taught him. Yes. Right. Exactly. You made it a priority. Yeah. Exactly. Tina. Now, Tila, the only thing he taught her to do is play PlayStation. And no, he didn't teach me that. <laughs> no, I think I think in terms of continuity, I think this is um, we also need to be real with uh, ourselves as human beings. Yeah. Up until a certain point, your parents have taught you everything they're going to teach you. Yes. There's nothing more. Like yeah, they can give you life advice and experience. Mm. Now it's on. After a certain point, you being an adult means that you are your own father now. Yes. You are your own father. Mm. You are your own mother. That's what adulting is. Yeah, true. Now, I need to go and teach myself. So right now, I've got a, a sweaty Bible. Okay. I'm I, like, as good as I am, 
Nisingis, yeah. I want to be as good in the Siswat. Nice. And that is what me and my wife are going through that entire journey now. Uh, because we be I don't know what made me to ask that question. It's a very very it's a very good it's a very good question. And it's personal then? Not really. I like asking personal questions. I'm sauce. I mean, I, like, I'm, I'm an open book. I, I'm an open because I tell you why. Because I go to therapy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like, it's very, it's very important. Like, Ukshata mm-hmm. taught me to like, how much do I really know about my clan? How much yes. do I really know about yes. my ancestry? How much yes. do I know about uh, my tribe, Self. myself? Yeah. Because, because uh, it's easy for me to. Uh, listen to Abu Abu Malcolm X and Abu Julius Malem and say what your identity was taken. You lost your knowledge of yourself. A stranger in a land that's not yet there, yours. He he ha ha. But then after that, I'm like, so what do I do about it? Yeah. And so that's why uh, that's why on this podcast I've got people lined up from Eswatini themselves, nice. from the Royal House, Basofiga oh. Lana, and nice. give me a full history lesson. Because yeah. when I was going through the process of uh, doing the traditional marriage, like proper, proper, like uh-huh. the, the way the Nkosla means to it, yeah. it had never been done before. Wow, nice. After that, brother got, got jumped on the back and was like, his guy's done all the homework, let's, you know, let's yeah, figure it out. Yeah. Nice. I was like, Angas Luton, like I got uh, uh, from the royal house. I said, okay, soon you shut up, what must I do? Yeah. I realized I, re- I I start from Genesis. Like yeah. I learned that my dad didn't didn't know, and he's I don't know if his dad knew. No one, none of us. I, I remember sitting in a meeting with uh with all the cousins. Yeah, I must commend you that you, you know you took that step. You know, part of the reason why I'm asking is because you know um living in these in these times and mm. in this world, we we have kind of lost ourselves. Yeah, we have, and we don't taking accountability. Of the fact that our fathers didn't teach us exactly. My dad also didn't teach me because I was like, my daughter, and I know more than him. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, now I don't want to, you know, continue the same era that he did. Mm-hmm. That's why my son knows Ezra was like. So um, also the the reason why I, I was saying that is because I was I went to training at work, um, and they were asking us questions about. So there's this thing when you go on training. Um, so you know the company. Um, there's a lot of branches and there's a lot of yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. regions. So now we're meeting a lot of people from other you know regions as managers. So there's this thing during a training that they ask to say, okay, just stand up, introduce yourself, and then tell us um, which leader in the world um, that you look up to. Mm, mm. So you stand up, you introduce some James. I, I love Mandela because Mandela released us from bondage yeah sit down yeah so people are standing up obama you know Elon Musk. other one said david King david i was like nigga you don't even know david <laughs> i don't understand why you don't even relate to david you know, david fucked his soldier's wife, wife exactly <laughs> and he killed the soldier. he had him killed exactly. that's your leader you know what I mean? so it was my turn to stand up now yeah you know? and you know i just suddenly got some goosebumps because I'm, I'm I'm African, man, you know, and I needed to... I was impressed by some other guy who stood up and was like, he looks up to his uncle. Sure. I stood up and I, expe- I, I you know, I um, introduced myself. So the company knows Kerry. They don't know Gaga. Yeah. So, hi, my name is Kerry um, from this this, this place. Um, um, the leader that I look up to... So, it's dead or alive. Yeah. 
There's a dead or alive. Okay, yeah, that's good to clarify. Yeah. So I stand up and then I introduce myself and then I say, "Remember, there's white people there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some white shit, you mm-hmm. know." Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I say, "Ulunganika na bonlunganumbele belo atunyamanimi nisabigila." Halala. Ile mbele kama ina malibu. Ah. Ushaga shayi nisabu kutushaga. Ushaga wa ingosi ya sema shubini. Msi nasalo puma kona. Msi nasalo shona kona. Usha. Ila ngelepande lini la yusani ni muslimi ni manya matota. Sikiti. Yo. And everyone was like quiet. Yeah. Because they don't know who I'm talking about. And then I said, where no one drove. Where no one drove. Bayete. Bayete. Awkward silence that I felt. I expected it. Yeah. But it was so sad that with the bunch of Africans that were there. They didn't know. They did not know or even relate to what I was saying. Others even felt embarrassed because I was saying that. Because I was doing all of that. And, you know, it. It, it looked foreign to them, yet we are in Africa. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was part of the training. What yeah. I did there was part of training. Yeah. Because I introduced so Usha Agazulu yeah. the way he would want to be introduced. Yes. You know what I mean? And with all his ten names, it's what he does. Yeah. So he's called Udunga Niganda. Mm. The name Udunga means Ukankasa Mulaga. Mm. We know Usha Agaguti, Ushanya Mishina Mayama daughter. Every leader across the planet. Adolf Hitler, Napoleon, those people had mental issues mm. because of the things that they did. Mm. It was not normal. Mm. So when I saw that, I realized that it is very important to identify yourself and also have a certain legacy mm. so that whoever that thinks about you or talks about you, they introduce you that way. That way. Mm. You know what I mean? I that's felt very powerful. proud. Yeah, it's very powerful. You know, one would feel very, you know, embarrassed Why? about it. But, you know, that awkwardness made me realize good see, these niggas don't We're know. not in Kansas <laughs> anymore. Yeah, that I mean, is that is also another thing. Like you see the these shirts I've got, Africa knows my name, yeah. yeah. It was an indict it's an indictment on myself. Good see, like I, I'm not doing right. Me now, I'm not doing right because I've been to the UK, I've been to Las Vegas, mm. I've been to Singapore. It's not something to be proud of. Mm. Not I've been to Amsterdam, Germany, mm. uh, Thailand. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I've been to Cape Town. It's Europe. But I've never been to Africa, Africa, like yes. Angola. Kenya, Nigeria, Egypt, Egypt mm. Morocco, um, Burkina Faso, Benin, Which Angola, like, Rwanda. I haven't been there. Like Africa, Africa is like Abilungabeko. Mm. It's just, it's just us. And then I'm like, I'm busy saying, "Guti, I'm African. This, African. This." Yeah. And then also, uh, Africans are waiting for the rest of the world yeah. to tell them our story. Yeah. And yet we as Africans don't know our stories. Yeah, we don't. We don't know Abanswati. Mm. We don't know Amazula, Mandebele, yeah. the Shongas. where we come from. Or where we come from. Mm. And we don't know. There's a lot of, and I feel that there's this big rise in African consciousness. As it, I mean, the re-rise of African consciousness. And I'm going to say, good Mina. I'm going to take Mina, Iskatsam, mm-hmm. and I'm going to find these African stories and yeah. learn African languages outside of Siswati and Sizudu, like yeah. Swahili. That's a good African yeah. language. Lingala. Yeah. Uh, what do they speak in Nigeria? 
Ibu. Um, yes, yes, Ibu. Uh, yeah, uh, just uh, like not even not, not fluent, but like know enough to yeah, converse uh, to converse in it because we're all good with the Queen's English. We well, pe- we even have, they say I speak like an American. You I've speak. An American. You have an American accent. Yeah, they say I've got an American Which part accent, of Erica, America? America. Uh, Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> you're a Harlem globe globe yeah, trotter. Yeah, you're from Harlem. Yeah, <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that and that's the thing. And then there's some people are speaking French uh-huh. and Spanish, but you don't yeah, know Espanol. You don't know Francais. Like you know Francais, but you don't know. Is this right? Yeah, there is a problem. Well, that's a no. That for me, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem. And I think it took. It was a long time coming, but. The moment I said, okay, I need to do the traditional wedding. <laughs> like it was school for everybody in, in, in that case. And I, and, I, and I said, look, listen, I think no, no people are more powerful than Africans. No. I don't think anyone's more powerful than Africans. Now, the problem with, uh, you see with some Africans is that you don't, you don't believe it. Like yeah. the United States is possibly the greatest country ever. Mm-hmm. Possibly. We're all using a, an American product. Everyone's using an American app yeah. or American product, whatever. Yeah. And they've got this belief that they are the best. Like, you go there. They believe it. They believe it. Yeah. Like, they'll have the... Everywhere they go, they say, I'm American. I'm American. Yeah. And I'm the best. Because, yeah. like, think about, like, they'll have the World Series and it's just them. Mm-hmm. They'll have the NBA championship and say, you're a world champion, but it's just them. Yeah. But they honestly believe that, collectively, that they are this, this force. Yeah. Now, um, in South Africa, between 94... Mm-hmm. And somewhere in the two thousands, we had that 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 man, Madiba magic. Ninety five, yeah. we won the World Cup. Ninety six, we won Afco and Fish. <laughs> no, Clive, no, 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 Clive, how be loud, Jam? Ah, R.I.P. Ah, R.I.P. R.I.P. How be loud? Yeah, yeah, how be loud? And. We had this belief, but then it just started eroding. Now we used to say, "Simunye, um, we are one." Yeah. We don't have that. We don't have that really? one person. We don't have that one thing that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm South African and I'm really... 2010 good. tried to revive it? We tried with Philippe. And yeah. then it, yeah. just, it just didn't stay. Then, like, it yeah. just didn't stay. So like... Back to business. Back to business, yeah. yes. Basically, we kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then it was, it was back, back to business. Mm-hmm. And then there was xenophobic attacks the next yeah. day. Like the very next day. Yeah. And South Africans uh, wholesale... I'm not sure that they believe that that they are capable and that they are strong as well as Africans as well. I'm talking about wholesale. Yeah. You get those people with a strong identity and they say, I'm African, I'm not I'm not apologetic about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about wholesale. Do we, as as a continent, believe that we are that strong? Yeah. I don't, I'm not too sure if it's that's there. Yeah. So that's, that's uh, I'm, look, I'm going to be looking for African stories. And yeah, please. I'll, I'll also... Uh, Send you some stuff as well. Uh, yeah, uh, send you some stuff. stuff there, yeah, so I'm, I'm busy reading stuff like <laughs> Ukredo Muto. I'm busy reading his yes. uh, his books. On, yes, R-I-P. yeah, yeah. I'm busy reading his stuff as well. Um, uh, but so quite I'm a I'm a songgom. I'm like, yeah, they, they want me to publish their stories, okay. and they've got interesting stories. Yeah, you must. They've got interesting stories. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. As a writer, I think you know when you go through that research, um, you know these are the type of concepts that we we're looking for. Yeah, they want to read about about Ukredo Muto as well. Mm. And, you know the type of information that we have. We were lucky enough to you know have you know contact with people that were close to him. Sure. So. Um, Please do some research and then you know write it down. I think that's where your legacy. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like the whole process of I'm writing it down. Please, 
Oh. I think I need to write my comments on the next book that's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at these books and I don't see my name on this. <laughs> I wrote those, I wrote that before we got into. I wrote before we got into. Um, hating on these books. Why are you hating on these I books? Have, I don't have. My comments is not there, man. I'm already on two books that have been written. I will add you the next. We'll add you the next one. Add you the next one. All right. So we're coming up on uh, two hours. So is there anything more that you feel that you want to cover? So like you, Azu Karab, what is your your the final message because like there's, there's so much to so much to cover from guys like Andrew Tate and what do you think about this whole red pill movement like we need we need a whole you know show for that <laughs> you know? yeah um but you know one of the things that I would you know really like to say especially you know wrapping up with everything that we have spoken about yeah. is um, everything that I've said was not to really discourage or to talk shit to any group of people, yeah, yeah, yeah. women or men. Yeah. But just look at it into a positive, you know, in a positive way. Yeah. This is just two guys that are just chatting. Yeah. We are as real as it gets. Mm. Um, men, let's work hard mm-hmm. because those are the standards that have been put in. Yeah. Every man has, you know, been given an ability to make sure that they. Uh, you know, succumb any challenge that they put in because every standard that is there has been put in by a woman. Unfortunately, we need to respect that and we need to work hard yeah. to make sure that we are, you know, those men that contribute to the society. Yeah, yeah. Women also, in order for us to work together, create value. Yeah. Contribute to family and also bring something to the table. Yeah. Then we are able to become to coexist exactly i think most of the things you know that uh a big problem in our society can be eradicated if we are able to look at ourselves look in the mirror take accountability work on ourselves in order for us to be able to attract Mm. the next person Mm. um you know with regards to anything else um you know uh, being true to yourself you know being african knowing yourself um, the question that I posed to you mm. was a very important question, yeah, to you, but to your listeners as well. Yeah, at least you know, take time, speak to your uncle, speak to your father, know about your clan names and what those clan names mean. Mm. Where do they, you know, come from mm. as well? Um, you know, you you don't know. Maybe you might you come from you know warriors. Mm. You know what I mean. And in modern times, obviously, we're not going through physical war, but we're going but through we a going different through, war, you know, yeah. different war. And yeah. you are embodying the same spirits that your ancestors, you know, had. Yeah. You know, and um, you know, those are the things that you can draw strength from. Yeah. So um, I really encourage us, you know, especially as Africans, to yes, you know, go back into. Who we are, sure. you know, even if we go across another race, white people they know who they are, mm. they know you know who where they are, their leaders, yeah, yeah, you know, their surnames they mean something, yeah, you know, and they go with that mm. when they when they are being you know motivated by the mm. parents to tell them that you are a smith, mm. you know, and they know where the smith comes from, yeah, where the smith conquered, yeah, you know what I mean. So now when you say Utiwena. You know, you are my banner. Mm. You must know that you won't do my. You know what I mean. So um, those are the things that you know are very much important. And um, yeah, man, let's stand up. Let's become you know better men. Mm. Let's protect. Let's provide. And um, yeah, that's all I can say. Yeah, and let's promote. Let's, let's promote the woman. And yeah, it's. Uh, 
it's the highest call of responsibility for a man to say, I'm going to protect, I'm going to provide, yeah. I'm going to promote a woman. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what do you want to be? Do you want to be someone people can look up to? Do you want to leave a legacy? Or do you want to be a bitch-ass nigga? Which one do you want? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. So that's uh, us on uh, another episode in the conversations part of the NJ podcast. Remember that success is a progressive realization of a way the ideal. That means you're going after what you've always wanted to go after. And that's because it's aligned with your highest values. And that is the only way to live a truly fulfilled, inspired, and authentic life. And each and every single one of us have not figured life out if anyone tells you they figured life out they're lying we're all trying to figure this life out we all need to rectify the sins of the past and make sure we don't pass them on we all need to know who we are we need to know whose we are we need to know where we come from but more importantly where we're going and i think a lot of the problems that are in society today are because people don't have a strong identity and a realistic identity yeah. with everything that's going on so and people have got societal pressures that are put on them but yeah. they don't know who what they truly want and what they truly believe and it's a very big call and men uh I believe are the cornerstone of society and the world. The stronger the men are, the stronger the society are, and the more empowered women will be because you've got men, empowered men, empowering the women. You know what I mean? Not bitch ass things. Labo. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this episode on the NJ Podcast. Make sure to visit the website at the njpodcast.captivateair.fm where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, all the other podcast platforms or via RSS so you never miss a show. You can also find the video content on the YouTube channel and Instagram page. That will be Njablo James on YouTube and Njablo.j.ngosi for Instagram. Please subscribe and follow on those platforms as well. And while you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on the podcast platforms. Or if you'd like to tell a friend about the show, that will help us out too. If you'd like more information about published or upcoming books, visit www.njablojames.com for more information. Please reach out if you'd like to share what you would like to hear and which guests should be invited to the show. And remember, success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal, which means that you are doing what you have always wanted to do because it is aligned with your highest values and this is the only way you can live a truly fulfilled life. Now just chill until the next episode.